Welcome, library friends, to the Silverton Library Connection podcast, where pages turn, stories unfold, and community bonds grow stronger. I'm your host, Misty Anderson. Join me as we dive into the world of books, explore the heart of our library, and uncover the pulse of our town's happenings. This is the Silverton Library Connection podcast. Get ready to be inspired, informed, and entertained. Welcome Silverton Library friends. My name is Misty. I'm your host of the Silverton Library Connection podcast and I am so glad you joined us today. Today we are going to be discussing a very fun topic and that is how do we make more time to read? It's, you know, some people you see, you'll talk to them and they read a hundred books a year and you're like, how in the world do they make that happen? Now, myself, I read about 55 books a year, and I feel like I'm able to give some tips and tricks on how I make that work. I've also talked to some avid readers in our community about how they make more time for reading, and I've also just done some good research on wow, there are some good tips and tricks even for myself. So, let's get started. So, The easiest strategy when you look at wanting to read more is starting small. A lot of people, you know, they pick up the great big huge book they've been wanting to read for the past three years and they get really bogged down because they're not getting through it. And that's normal. Um, And so starting small, maybe there's some short story collections or a magazine that is more focused on journalism that you want to get through. You know, that might be a lot better than you saying, I'm going to read War and Peace um, because War and Peace is so long and you're going to get discouraged. Short, Short stories like these aren't as daunting as longer ones. And I feel like that will motivate you to read more. Okay, so that's the starting the smallest. Okay, the next step and this is, I. someone told me when I was in elementary school, and it stuck with me forever, was always take a book. No matter where you go, take a book. And so for me, that was the Babysitter's Club. I would take it everywhere. I hid it in my backpack, under my desk, everywhere. And anytime I was somewhere that I needed to keep busy or... Perhaps it was a social gathering where I didn't feel like I wanted to include myself. I would retreat to my book and I always kept my book with me. So always keep a book with you. Keep it in your purse. Keep it in your backpack. Keep it in your back pocket. Sometimes paper books, you know, the really tiny ones. Those are really awesome to always like I actually have an old paper book, paperback book of Harry Potter that I keep in my car in the event that I'm stranded and I need a book. So always take a book with you. That's probably the biggest lesson of today if you want to increase your reading. Um, This is something that I do that I feel like has really helped me. And I designate different books to certain areas of my home and my life and work. Let me give you an example. I am reading a nonfiction book called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man, and it's really wonderful. It's by Emmanuel Ocho, if you haven't read it, but it is a book I want to really 
read and then kind of process, you know, and I need to think about it. And so I specifically put that at work so that for 30 minutes a day, I sit down and I read a chapter of that book so that I am actually learning. Whereas I have a my book that I'm reading that's like salacious and a page turner is right next to my bed. And that's like where I want to read that for at, the, at night. In addition to that, I have a Spanish book that I'm working on that I keep on the coffee table. So in the event that I'm in the living room and I'm doing something with the family and everyone's occupied and I want to read, I reach for the Spanish book. So differentiating different books for different areas of your life, okay? The, th the fourth is going digital, which is always such a debate and people are like, no, I like a paper copy. But let's talk a little bit about digital. When I say digital, I can mean either a Kindle e-reader or an audiobook, okay? If you want to know the real way that most of us plow through all of these books, I would be willing to guess that most of us would tell you we're listening to audiobooks and we're reading on our Kindles. I have talked to so many people recently in our community that are that have just fallen in love with the Libby app and the Cloud Library app because you can fill your reading bucket to the nth degree. You can put holds on everything. You can check out five different books. You can listen to five different books. And if you're like me, which this isn't everyone, Libby or the audiobooks allow you to adjust the speed in which you listen to them. Now, for a lot of people, listening to 1.0, which is normal people speaking, is sufficient. For me, it feels really, really slow. So when I first started listening to audiobooks, I bumped it up to like 1.2. And then I bumped it up to 1.5. And then I kept, so I'm up to 2.0 now. So my speed in which I listen to audiobooks is so substantial that I can fly through them. And so when you meet someone or have a friend that is read, you know, reading all of these books, please remember, don't get envious of them and think, what am I doing wrong? I would start by asking them, how do you read so many books? And you might find some really good tips within that friend. And that's actually where this podcast came from. I get a lot of people that ask me, how do you read so much? You work, you have a family, you you know are involved in different organizations in the town. Like, when do you fit it in? And when it comes to going digital, I can tell you that audiobooks allow me to do it on long drives, on a hike, and, you know, reading at my house when I'm doing the dishes. My Kindle, on the flip side, allows me to read much faster than a traditional book, and that is because of the font. There has been a lot of research to show the increase in speed in which you read when the font is larger. So, for instance, if you were to come into the library and you were going to check out a book, one of the first questions I would ask you is, would you like a copy of the large print edition of this? A lot of people are like, oh, no, I see just fine. What I will tell them is sometimes if you're looking to increase your speed in reading or you want to read more, reading at a larger font will increase that time for you. So the Kindle and the audiobooks are absolute game changers 
Not to mention, you've got an entire library in your pocket or in your little book reader, you know? And so, like, think about when we were talking about designating different books to certain areas of your home or life. You can do that with six or seven different books in the palm of your hand. So going digital not only allows you to expand your your reach with reading, it allows you to have all of it right there with you. And how we talked about always having a book with you, always keep your Kindle with you. So the next suggestion I have is talking about your daily habits and making reading a part of those existing daily habits. So for instance, let's say that every morning you make yourself a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and you have, you know, a small breakfast and it's usually by yourself. That is an excellent place to put in a book. If it feels awkward to you to hold a book while you're trying to multitask, throw in an audio book. Maybe you go for a morning walk every day. That's a beautiful time for an audio book. Um... Maybe you have an afternoon meditation that you practice. Sometimes I like to tie my meditation practice with um, some sort of book that I'm studying, whether it be meditation, yoga, self-discovery. And so I will meditate for 15 minutes and then I will read for 15 minutes. And so those sticking those things together with things that I already do allow me to get in, you know, 15, 20 minutes of reading. And if you work on your reading, your reading will increase, your speed will also increase. So before you know it, you'll be reading for 30 minutes in this little time spot that you've got, but you will have read a bunch of pages and you'll feel really good about it. So making it a part of something that already exists in your daily habits. All right, the next suggestion I have for you is something I tell myself But I will admit, it's so hard. And that is, okay, Misty, you're just going to read one chapter of this book. So my book that I was talking about, about like uncomfortable conversations with a black man, that's a perfect example of, okay, Misty, one chapter at a time. That book is so full of great information that if I were to try to read two chapters, I wouldn't fully digest everything that I just read. So it's important for me from a contents perspective to say, okay, I'm only going to read one chapter here and then I'm just going to like percolate on it. And then tomorrow I will read another chapter and that book will take me a little bit longer to get through, but I will have learned and, and really engaged in the material. On the flip side of that, let's talk about the book that's on my nightstand that's really salacious and a page turner. That one is really hard to tell myself, okay, Misty, one chapter. We need a good night's rest, but we also want to read and like soothe ourselves before bed. So you're going to read one chapter. Sometimes that's hard and I do read more than one and I am always tired the next day. So make sure you just give yourself some limits and tell yourself one chapter. And that also will help you if you're just starting to get into reading. You know, you don't have to read a whole book in a day like some people do. You don't have to read a whole book in three weeks. There, the, the time in which you do it is for you. And so reading one chapter at a time could help you section it off and not, might not seem so daunting. All right, this this next suggestion is really fun and I love doing this. Okay, so 
maybe book club is not your thing. It, I will suggest book club as a way to read more because you definitely will read more with a book club. But let's say you don't have access to a book club or you don't want to get in a big group. Buddy reads. Buddy reads are my favorite. Find a good friend that also is maybe wanting to read more or loves to read. Suggest the book. You both read it. You say, okay, we're going to read the first three chapters and then we're going to talk about it. It is so inspiring. It keeps you almost giddy about the book. Like you're excited to share it with your person. And um, buddy reading could just be a really great way to hold you accountable just like if you were in the gym, and keep you interested in what you're reading. Sometimes I feel like um, buddy reads actually teach me a lot more because there have been several books I've read with a buddy and that person's perspective of the book was absolutely completely different than my perspective of the book. And so it's wonderful to hear like, oh my gosh, I didn't think about it like that. And then suddenly, now I'm more engaged in the book and the next three chapters that I'm going to read, I'm even more invested and I want to read them. And so Buddy Reads can, just like working out with a buddy, can really inspire you and really keep you accountable. All right, the next suggestion is very important. Are you ready? Put your phone away when you're reading. Put your phone away when you're reading. I say it twice because the phone is the ultimate distraction. And I would say, encourage you, don't read on your phone. I know sometimes you're in a pinch, you're on a plane, you forgot everything, whatever, and you got to read on your phone. That's completely different. But on the reg, reading from your phone is so distracting. There's actually apps. Um, I found out about one from a friend that I have become book friends with on Instagram, and there's actually apps that will silence your phone and log your reading for you. So it's like basically like I'm going to go in. They're focus apps, and some of them aren't necessarily for reading, but if you need a way to like block yourself out of your phone and get something accomplished like reading for 30 minutes, that's absolutely possible. I put mine in a completely different room when I'm reading um, because I have a tendency to, you know, see a text and then want to pick it up and then I'm disengaged from my book and then before I know it, I'm, I'm on Instagram and I'm scrolling. So keep your phone away or silent when you're reading. All right, the next suggestion is don't force yourself to finish books you don't like. And man, I say this out loud because this is really hard for me. I actually only started implementing this last year. For some reason, someone put it in my head that if you get a book, you must finish it. And or you buy a book, you must finish it, especially buying because if I never buy books. But if you buy a book, you're like really committed. Sometimes you just don't like stuff. Have you ever watched a movie and been like, this movie stinks. And for whatever reason, we're more apt to just click the TV or change the channel. But when it comes to a book, we're like, we have to keep reading. We got to know if this ends the way it's going to end. That's not the case. If you don't like it, it's okay. If you don't like a certain genre, that's okay. Book reading is all about you and what you like and what you enjoy. So if there is a not, and I speak to my nonfiction readers specifically about this, if there is a book that everybody has recommended to you and though this book is going to change your life, but you read three chapters in and you're like, this guy's a wackadoodle and I don't like connect with him in any way, you close the book, you return it to the library or put it or donate it, put it back on your shelf and move on with your life. It's really that simple. You don't have to finish books you don't like. 
All right, two more suggestions before we head out of here. The second to last one is partaking in reading challenges. During 2020, and uh, being stuck at home, um, I got into a lot of accounts on Instagram that are book accounts. So people that do all kinds of different things. They give reviews. They talk about new books. They talk about old books. There's a bazillion different accounts. But within those accounts, what I found was there was a lot of reading challenges. And so this is actually how I got into buddy reading too. Um, and so I would be like, you know what? I'm kind of interested in that book. Sure, I'll you know, follow along. And I would check back in on those people in those groups and they would be similar to a book club saying something that I thought about in a book that was really powerful. And now I've got this basically online reading group that's also a holding me accountable and challenging me to read more. So it's kind of all inclusive. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They're probably on TikTok. I don't TikTok as much, but I know there's like loads of us out there that that you can participate in these reading challenges. Also check with the library. In the summertime, we always have a reading challenge it's for kids and adults. All libraries have reading challenges. So if you really wanted to go gangbusters, you could like, I participated in a reading challenge from like a town near my hometown. And then I participated in a reading challenge here in Silverton and also one in Durango. And all three were different, but they kept me motivated to read. So pick your goals, pick your challenges and kind of go from there. Goals. That was the last word I said, which led me into the very last tip and trick about reading more. And that is don't make towering reading goals and keep the goals to yourself, okay? So we always talk about like goals are meant to be shared. I feel like reading goals are private. <laughs> I don't know why. I put, I do participate in Goodreads and I do do the the yearly challenge that Goodreads has. So I guess if you wanted to go in there and look at my progress, you should. I mean, you could. I don't think anyone's interested in me enough to do that, but those goals are really for me. And if you feel like, like I had a friend and she was like, you know, I just want to read like three books, but I'm really embarrassed to put that on Goodreads. I'm like, why? As a reader, and I speak for the other readers out there, we're happy you're reading three. Like, and it doesn't matter what we think anyways. It matters what you think. And I mean, I can speak to several friends that have started reading late in their life and reading two books a year is a big deal for them. I applaud them for those two books because number one, it's two books more than it was last year. And those two books could really impact them because it only takes a single book to really impact you. So make your reading goals. I think that's a great idea, but Keep them to yourself. And I know a lot of people might tell you to share them. I say keep them to yourself just so that you have a little goal for yourself. And I promise you, if you start to reach those goals, you're probably going to want to share it. And then in which case you could put it on Goodreads. So just be realistic and don't compare yourself to others, which is, you know, like life, right? Like we're not all supposed to be comparing ourselves to others. We're supposed to be our own self. Read the books you want. Read how many books you want. 
read them at the pace you want, and close them and don't look at them again if you don't like it. Those are my awesome tips for today. I hope that of the 10 or so that we talked about, you found one that will really help you. They're all really great tips to get you to a point of reading more. So if reading more is something you want, I hope you enjoyed this. If you haven't picked up a book in ages, I hope that one of these inspired you to pick up a book and know that you are not alone. There are a lot of non-readers out there that want to pick up a book. So thank you so much for listening today. Thank you so much for being wonderful patrons in a beautiful community. I look forward to talking with you next time. Everybody have a wonderful week. <music>